0: Please be advised, this podcast will certainly contain some coarse language. Ooh. And it's not just from us, it's also from, uh, from the movie. So it's not exactly suitable for children. I'm going to make him an awful guy. I feel the need, the need for speech. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick.
1: Go ahead. Make my day.
0: He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about
1: it. He's Trevor Long.
0: You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen.
1: Look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you.
0: Rent, buy, stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch
1: on a big screen, high sense TV. Say hello to my little friend.
0: the best movies you've never seen.
1: The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. With Steven Fenwick and Trevor Long. This is the captain, brace for impact.
0: Hello and welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, movies that I've seen many times. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm a movie nerd. nerd. And I'm joined by my good mate, Trevor Long, who's never seen the movie. I'm we've, just a nerd. We've just named the podcast after you. You are a nerd as well, but not, but a, not movie a movie nerd. nerd. Not That's a right. movie nerd, right. <laughs> the movie we're talking about this week, of course, is Robocop. Yeah. Released in 1987. Directed by Paul Verhoeven, who went on to direct Total Recall and Basic Instinct. And that's not a bad resume. Now, the idea for this movie was uh, Edward Neumeier, with a co-writer, came up with the idea. He was helping out on the set of Blade Runner. Oh. Famous movie, directed by Ridley Scott, 1982, Harrison Ford. And that movie is about cops hunting robots. Right. So, And robots, they look like humans, though, of course, right? So he sort of thought, you know what, imagine if there's a future where a cop looking like a robot was hunting human criminals. So he sort of flipped it on his head.
1: Pretty pretty obvious uh, thought process, really. So that's how
0: he got the idea. He wrote the screenplay, co-wrote the screenplay, and it was offered to and rejected
1: by everyone at first. Now, Paul Verhoeven got hold of it. So many of those stories that makes you realise that's why you've got to keep pounding the pavement in Hollywood. Well, listen to what he did. He got it threw it away after reading the first few
0: pages, convinced it was just a silly action movie. His wife pulled it out of the bin, and said, what's this? She read it all the way through and said, this is actually a layered story that's more than what you think it is.
1: Oh, wow. And he
0: thought, give me another look at that thing. And he made it.
1: No. So how's that?
0: Literally wow. retrieved it from the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and they end up making it. Fantastic. So now, have you heard of this movie? I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd never seen it before.
1: Not really up your alley
0: of this sort of movie. Have you heard a, of it ha, or seen it? Definitely
1: heard of it. Yes. Had not seen it. Okay. And in my head, uh, and I'll get to where I think of the movie and everything, but in my head, I'm, I may well have been a bit confused Terminator versus Robocop uh, versus, you know, what okay. what was seen through the eyes of the robot and that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, I had nothing in terms of the premise of the movie. Okay, but Obviously, the title gives gives away, in a big way, it's a robot cop, the broad yes. concept. It does, <laughs> yes. Don't
0: you love a movie name that describes what it is? Yeah, why, yeah. why make it complex? That's it. Psycho. Star there Wars. There you go. Hello, Star Wars. There you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> Cars. <laughs> you That's what it. it's about. Robocop. Excellent. Movie was nominated, would you believe, for two Oscars.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Guess what
0: you think it is. I'm two nominations. i say
1: something about effects.
0: Correct. Best special effects. Yep. Is there win. a sound one? There is, but it wasn't nominated. Okay. It was uh, Best Makeup. It was nominated, oh, nominated for both. Didn't win. Yeah, so. sure, sure. sure. But here's this, right? Uh, the, the reaction to the movie, the writers and producers were worried. They were worried about what the real cops would think of it. Oh. So they were worried about what? their portrayal in the movie. So... Cops in the movie, like, hang on, number one, there's a robot taking over their job. Yes. Number two, there's cops going on strike and everything in the yes. movie. So they were really worried about the reaction. They loved it. They thought it was fantastic. And they they did also like the scene where, in particular, the cops identified the one scene where Robocop's throwing Bodega through the glass panels when he's reading him his rights, <laughs> which we'll get to during the run-through. But uh, amazing that they, they loved it. They, they were worried for nothing. There you go. Now, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to uh, be talking quite deeply about this movie, and if you haven't seen it, you can get it through Fetch. You
1: can do just what I just did here, Stephen. I just uh, pressed the voice control on the Fetch remote and uh, uh, said Robocop, and you know what it did? It instantly launched Amazon Prime Video, uh, because Ah. that was the best place to watch it. If it's not available on any other service, it'll take you directly to the service that it's on, but then... Even better is if it's available on a, a whole range of services. And I can spoil your spoiler alert, next week's movie was available on pretty much every streaming <laughs> service. And so it gives you the option. Yeah. So if, you're a, if you are a subscriber to one but not all streaming services, it'll give you that option of, of choosing the one you are. Thousands of movies available to rent and buy, plus all those available in the streaming services. And on top of that, the Fetch is a great way to watch catch-up TV. And I'll tell you my favorite thing about catch-up TV. And you know what, Uh, in terms of timing, we're recording about when the block's about to start on Channel 9. You choose, if you watch the block via 9Now on Fetch, and then a a week or two later, you go, I haven't watched a bit now, you just go into My Stuff, My Catch-Up, and it's automatically got a link straight (laughs) into the block. You don't need to go through the normal app. That's Great service, great system. Fetch is available now at major uh, internet providers and major leading retailers right across Australia. Would it surprise you to mm. to know
0: that I saw this at the movies? Uh, it absolutely <laughs> would not. Um, uh, in
1: fact, what we need is a list of movies you saw first on DVD, VHS, or yeah, Blu-ray. Not, not many, not many, not many, not yeah, many of these yep. ones.
0: But what did you say? You've seen it now. What are your impressions now after your first time? It, watch?
1: This was uh, this was a wild ride. Um, it wasn't. You made me think it was going to be way more brutal than it was. Because I actually said to you, "Uh, can I watch this with Jacko? And you went, oh, no, mate, no. It was – it's violent. It's brutal. Like, it's violent. Yes. And – it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. In fact, I, I okay, regretted your,
0: your definition of violence might differ to mine. Then, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think well, uh, Gore. Gore, I think said. The... Yeah, I think so. I think that we we were walking to lunch at the time, and I'd mentioned um, my wife and Jackson were watching Stranger Things, and it was very weird and violent. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And and then I watched RoboCop, and thought, oh, he definitely could have watched this. Right. Um. So it wasn't. It wasn't. It, as... is,
0: it is rated R though. It's rated eighteen plus. Oh, I I
1: actually it's rated work R out film. why.
0: Yeah. Well, there's language and there's a lot of violence and gore in it.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. it it didn't come across that okay. way. Maybe I was coming into it expecting way more than I wow. than there was. But okay. anyway, um, I actually really liked the storyline. Yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline. I thought it was an easy watch. Yeah, yeah, I quite enjoyed more, it
0: more than you thought, eh? Like there was, yes, it wasn't just the mindless because action movie. Mi- it had other yeah, things. Because
1: as as the the missus said, yeah, yeah. this is layered. It's you know, layered, you've yeah. got the corporate layer, you've got the police layer, and then yeah. you've got the actual you know action layer, but also
0: the satire through it too. You know, how yeah. they have the ads and stuff through it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's a great mix. So, oh, I love it. Yeah, I thought yeah. that. So uh, my tweet because I've done preparation, I've actually written my tweet. Wow, you've <laughs> written it out. Jeez. Slowed off state today, wait. What's going on? I've done some work. Um, very different <laughs> to what I expected, but a good movie all round Robocop is another that stands the test of time. It is. A yes. worthy rewatch. Stands I'm, up. I'm admitting that most people have seen this. Yeah, a lot but, of people have seen And it's I think one that's of one favorites. of the great things about the idea of the rewatch, which is I understand now why you do it so often. Yeah. Because there are movies that just don't age. Yeah. Like this is. But this it's
0: like I, I, a lot of people say to me, are you included? How can you watch a movie over and over again? Yeah. It's like, well, how can you go on a roller coaster over and over again? Well, I you, go you, roller know, coaster. you know what to you know what to expect. You know that it's going to be good. Yeah. So of course you're going to watch it again and do yeah, it again. Oh, that's a good that's a yeah. good answer. Okay, I'll yeah, pay yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, I did watch it at the movies. It has become one of my favorite cult movies. I do recite lines from this quite often. And shout out to my brother-in-law Anthony. We do one of the lines in our most quotables. We we often use on each other as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to the casting call. Uh, Peter Weller plays Alex Murphy slash Robocop. Right. Now, he was in Robocop 2, not in Robocop 3, which was rubbish, but Robocop <laughs> 2 was good, good, not great. Okay. But he was also in The N- Naked Lunch, and he was also in The Adventures of, Old Buckaroo, Bons- Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai, has, Mate, has
1: both of those both of those movies you just mentioned sound like they'd be on a website. Well, that had, had a higher rating than R. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just
0: let's just say they've had. No, Naked Lunch is more about like he. I think he plays um a writer who's. It on just a sounds
1: strange, my yeah. friend. But how's
0: this, right? Word has it that he was a method actor, right? Okay. And he insisted being called either Murphy or RoboCop. Ah. Oh. Paul Verhoeven, the director, told him he's an idiot, <laughs> and the co-stars went out of their way to call him Peter, to call no. him his real name. So he was a bit of a problem on set. So he, oh, they thought, wow, that's quite stu- rude, really, stu- stu- though, isn't you. it? Yeah, Stuff you, but if you, I, I don't know, you got people have their methods, they have their ways, their process. That's why I think he's rude. Process. If that's yeah. his way, well, I don't know. Wow. I wasn't there. I just tell you what I heard. Okay. Nancy Allen plays Anne Lewis. She was in Robocop two and three. She was also in Dress to Kill, a great movie by uh, directed by Brian De Palma. And she's the sister of Karen Allen, who was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Remember, she plays Marion in Raiders. Kurtwood Smith plays Clarence Bodica. What movie was he in that we've covered on the show already? I don't know. Dead Poets Society. Uh. He plays Neil's dad. Remember the dad oh, who says, yes. you're going to military yes. school. You're not going to be in this acting business. Remember that yes, guy? Yes, he did, yeah. He was also in Broken Arrow. He was in 24, too. He was, guy. yes, yeah, yes. Solid baddie. And he had a solid run too in that 70s show. He's in that as well. Yes, he's yeah, one yeah. of the
1: dads. Yeah. Now,
0: here's a thing about Kurtwood Smith. He originally auditioned for the role of Dick Jones, you know, the boss of OCP, mm-hmm. or the number two of OCP. And he later found out that he got the part, but not for that part, the part for Clarence Bodega, the bad guy. Right. Oh. Now, he Paul Verhoeven told him that, yeah, you know, he's Dutch, so he grew up around the Holocaust. And he thought that when he was wearing the glasses, made him look like Heinrich Himmler, so someone evil. Yeah. So he thought, well, you're going to be, you're going to part, but you're going to play the bad guy. So that, that's how he got he got the role. So he only found out that, he, yeah, you got the part, but not for the part you auditioned for for something else. <laughs> so there you go. Right, we're going to get into the run-through, but before we do that, Let us talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. And I really am really pleased to tell you that I get so much feedback from people who've taken our advice and bought a Hisense large screen TV. 75 and 85 seem to be the most popular sizes we're hearing from. And that is exactly what you can get with Hisense with their ULED TVs. They go up to actually 98 inches now. So if you want to even go bigger, they do also have a really impressive range of laser TVs. These are short throw projectors that you can sit on your entertainment unit and boom, 120-inch picture. Now you are getting fantastic picture quality, whether it's ULED, mini-LED, or laser TV, and also the HDR content as well. So you're watching 4K, the lights and darks on the, on the screen are really beautifully rendered. So especially the mini-LED TVs, the contrast and the black levels are really impressive and just really make the movie stand out and look a lot better. Also, on the audio side, you're getting Dolby Atmos. Now, a lot of people haven't heard Dolby Atmos, through the Sense TV, without the addition of a soundbar, you can hear Dolby Atmos. Yep. If you're watching a Dolby Atmos film, you'll be hearing noises coming from above you and around you and beside you. It really does drag you into the movie and really makes it more immersive. Now, here's the good thing, too, about the Hisense TVs and the fact they come with a three-year warranty. I know you're spending a bit of money on a big screen TV here, but no, you have that peace of mind knowing that Hisense offer one of the longest w- warranties from any TV manufacturer. That's three years. Do yourself a favor, get into a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV, or check out their website, HighSense.com.au. Love it. Are we into it now? We're going to get into the run-through. Now, did it, did it surprise you, the start of the movie...
1: Was Very a media strange. break? You're thinking, yeah.
0: what the hell's Fennec got me watching here? Is that what you thought? Yes.
1: yes. No, makes and no sense. it was
0: the media break, and it was. Did you like the stories? They were saying, oh, you know, the, there was all this danger of uh, it was like South a scene Africa. Setter, yeah. South Africa's got nuclear nuclear potential, and they're not. They're willing, showing a willingness to use it. Oh, and there was uh a, the, on the Star Wars peace platform, there was a, a power outage, and they were weightless. <laughs> so it was sort of you knew straight away it was a futuristic future, sort yes. of thing. Yeah. Uh, then the, the commercial break was the Family Heart Centre. Do you like that? Because for you, the, 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 it's like they're selling you a heart like yes. it's a
1: used car. Like <laughs> You want to buy a new car? Buy a better heart. Because it was one of those uh, cheesy American medical ads too. Yes. That's what it seemed like. Then after the, the commercial break, though, it was a bit serious. Back, yeah.
0: Three dead officers. Uh, and then we find out that OCP, who has a contract to run the police department, uh, is commenting, Dick Jones was interviewed and he's saying, look, if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. It's tough out there. We learn that Frank Fredrickson, one of the uh, one of the police officers, is being wounded. Clarence Bodica is the suspect. So we know straight away within the first couple We've of got minutes. A bad guy. Bad guy. There's dramas. Privatised OCP police runs force. the
1: police department. Boom. Because it's an interesting one, the the first thing I thought were there was with you know, obviously we're in the future, but then the, the privatized police force is here, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't happen anywhere in the world, but it's a contentious thing because you've got privatised prisons here, for example, yeah. uh, and in some places, parts of America, I'm sure, as well. So Absolutely, So you yeah. can imagine it being a conversation. Like, you can imagine it being a real, you know, government pop uh, conversation about well, what if we privatised?
0: Absolutely.
1: Next scene, we're at the Detroit Police Precinct Metro West,
0: and a young officer walks through the door.
1: Hi. Uh, Murphy transferring in from Metro South. Nice precinct. Yeah, pretty good. Work for a living down here, Murphy. Get your armor and suit up. See, so the take out yeah. there is armor suit up Get like your it's like and this is up, a yeah. rough area because he's like we work for a living down here. Yeah. So it feels like this bike's come not from a you know not from a specifically but like come from being a detective who does from a, does from does from a very nicer little, area. But basically yeah. from a nicer area to the yeah. to the tough area. He's come to the tough to tough spot. Now did you like this
0: bit here? This is a kind of a signature Paul Verhoeven director Shot here, shared locker rooms. there's a lot of his movies, like Starship Troopers, this and one other, where men and women are in the same locker room. Right. So you do see sort of women sort of getting dressed in, right next to the men in, yeah. in the in the. So it's sort of I don't know whether it didn't it's even.
1: You know what's interesting? Yeah. Didn't even. Well, you see a woman jump who, out at me. You
0: know, you see a woman like topless putting on a putting on a, yeah. a armor and. I mean, the, that the jumped camera, out at me, but the didn't, it didn't jump yeah, out at yeah. me that it was a shared there. Yeah. So yeah. so that that's just something he does in some of his other movies. Starship Troopers will I don't know. Because he's Dutch, I don't know. He's sort of uh, free love and sort of his European yeah, okay. sort of sentiment there. Because it's it,
1: just as a yeah. political comment. It's like yeah. if you look at it and go, if that's what you thought the future was going to be, mate. I want to break it to you. There's yeah. there's like 16 different change rooms well, now. The nightclub <laughs> scene, which we'll get to later. If you
0: watch that, I've seen it so many times to notice everything. You watch that a few times, and there's a few uh, topless women in the nightclub Okey too. We better find out where that is. But anyway, he gets into the locker room and uh, has a conversation with one of his new fellow workers.
1: Burf. Huh? Yeah, that's me, man. Hey, i brings you to this little paradise. It's me, man. I think OCP's doing a lot of new guys up here. Omni Super Products. What a bunch of
0: morons! So, <laughs> there's a bit of uh, the, the the sentiment here is that right, you know, they're they're talking about strikes, you know. Then yeah. they're thinking, look, you know, they're they're, you know, they're the, the Frederickson. They knew he's wounded. The officer comes in. Reed, the, their boss, the the station commander, comes in and "He's He's died." Funerals tomorrow, so and he hears them talking about the guy who says I want a bunch of morons. He hears them talking. They say, "Oh, she comes the boss," and he goes, "I don't want to hear this talk about strikers. We're we're police officers.
1: We're not plumbers. We're police officers." So there's that in hanging in the air too. But there's this also very clear hatred of this OCP thing. This, This this privatized thing. It's not good. From the, from the eyes of it the, the front line worker. Ab- Absolutely. And, we yeah, Fredrickson's died. Cut
0: to uh, back in the Metro West precinct and... Lewis, we see for the first time. she's sort of got a got a, a suspect, and he get things get out of hand, and she basically just bashes the crap out of him. <laughs> and then he, he she gets introduced to Murphy, and I think, I think Reed says, "Look, come over when you finished fucking with your suspect. Come over and meet your new partner." <laughs> and uh, I like how they uh, they get introduced, and he, and Murphy says, "Look, I drive when I'm breaking in a new partner." So he he gets in the car, takes over, yeah, and uh, and away they go.
1: Now we're at OCP. Yeah, so this is this, this it's, is this is all very much establishment part of the movie, yes. too, isn't it? You know, it you're is. setting yep. quick character scenes, that's right. You're setting um the core tenets of the movie, you know, the yep. the police are privatized, the police are disgruntled. Yep. Now we're going to see the actual privatized business, and it's all it's straight away from the like the opening shot, it's this boardroom style, yeah, you know, it's this corporate entity. Every shot, every uh wardrobe, everything yeah. done here is. Corporate
0: style. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I like this bit here where we, we see um, Bob Morton and his mates coming up in the lift. Hmm. And they're talking about, uh, oh, it's just Jones. He's, he's got Ed 209 and he's showing off. Yeah. And uh, Bob Morton mentions the fact that the old man's ordered a backup plan just in case. And then they say they warn him. So, mate, don't mess with Jones. He'll make sushi out of you. Watch out. Watch yeah. him. He's a real shark. Uh, we get into the boardroom and the old man kicks off. We never know his name. But old the old man is always true. called the old man, right? And he talks about how Detroit's just riddled with crime. It's it's yeah. like a cancer, yeah. Because you know, the, the the story is they're going to redevelop where old Detroit once and stood. They, 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 they're going to oh, build right. a new city. It's, it's like he's Delta City. Mo- he's
1: got this model of this yes completely new thing yeah. which will revitalize the area, but it's also a corporate entity because they talk yep. about the number of people that'll live there and what yeah, it's, it's like to build. two million workers. But basically, yeah. they got a they got a you know They've got to create a, a zone that is yeah. the modern future world. So yes, for, for this new
0: city to succeed, they've got to get rid of the crime because crime is something yeah. that's killing the old Detroit. Uh, and then we hear from Dick Jones talking about the, the track record of the company and how they've got big military contracts and basically were, mass, were a massive company. Yeah, And he then introduces uh, Ed 209 which he says is a 24-hour-a-day police officer. So when you thought, when you saw Ed 209, is this the RoboCop you thought was going to be?
1: No, because I think I've seen enough sh- uh, title shots and, yeah, and clips got, that you realize yeah, right, right, right. the RoboCop is actually more uh, yeah. humanoid. Yes, he like. is. Exactly
0: right. So anyway, he's, he's given the spiel about Ed 209 being a 24-hour police officer, oh. but he also wants to do a little demonstration.
1: Use your gun in a threatening manner. Pointed at two oh nine. Yes, sir. Please put down your weapon. You have twenty seconds to comply. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. You now have fifteen seconds to comply. He's already put the gun down. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I realize. <laughs> Shit's going down. Uh oh. You now have to Now,
0: this is the violence I was talking about, okay? Yeah. So when, when he gets shot, this is well, I'll talk later about how many different versions there are of this movie. Right. The initial version, the cleaner version of this, was him getting hit and that was it. Yeah. The R rated version, which I think is what is on on yeah. Prime now, yeah. Was him jumping back up onto the model of the city and still he's still shooting yes. him while he's on the table. Because all I'm thinking yeah. is we've it's got blood, a lot of blood. We've yeah. got a robot
1: yes. that is authorized <laughs> to kill mate, one shot like, it's all you yeah. need. You're a robot. It's, it's literally overkill. Yeah, exactly yes. right. <laughs> but don't you love it when the reaction Bob from the Bob, people in the room Bob, Bob, is yeah.
0: a lot less than I thought it well, would be. Bob, Bob, Dick Jones comes up to the old man, though.
1: Dick, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> sure, it's only a glitch. What? A temporary setback. You call this a glitch?
0: The old man's so, the so only one that seemed to care. But now, what about he said? Oh, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> the bloke's dead over yeah. there. So you can sort of sell. He's like a, become a victim of the corporate
1: system now. This poor, poor. Kenny. But this is my. Th- this is what I love when this this young bloke just swoops yeah. into the Paul old man Morton, yes. and instantly just bails him up with his idea about RoboCop. Yep. And and I think he gets a bit a bit of grief, but then uh, from yeah. from the other dude. But, yes. but the old man's like, no, no, let me hear him out. And then it's like, hang on a minute, yep. mate. That's your only opportunity to. Stump up is he to get in, in and bail
0: him up. Well that's what he says. He says, Look, you know, okay, well, let's well, I expect to hear your presentation in twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. And then when they're in the lift remember, going down, he goes, See, that's what you do. You jump, you see a chance, you jump yeah. in. And then they, and then he goes, they go, Shame <laughs> about, about Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Oh, that's life in the big city. Yeah, so and so they then they then he says that, did you get yeah. this line? Now we just need a schmuck to volunteer. Right? Yeah. So right. the program mm-hmm. Was in that little bit where he tells the old man he was saying we've restructured the police department to put prime candidates in in around the, in the in the system. So then he says now we need a schmuck to volunteer. So that that in first watch you might have missed that, but multiple watches and something that Murphy says earlier yeah. brings it together. Remember how he said earlier OCP is moving a lot of guys here. Yeah. So that immediately. Thought, okay, it's funny they're, because they're.
1: at that point of the movie, I was thinking this Fredrickson was going to be the schmuck because ah, he died. Yeah, right. So I well, he obviously hadn't volunteered. It wasn't uh, no, but yeah, I, yes. I just assumed that. I don't know why I already had this like humanoid concept in my yes. mind, but because you're building a robot, you just build it from scratch. But and that's a whole other problem with the movie. But the this guy, they've just lost a police officer. I assumed. You they were going to use gonna this program yeah, right. to bring that dead officer okay. back
0: to life. Well, not not <coughs> that dead officer. But yeah. We meet, uh, we we see Murphy and Lewis out and about, and uh, Murphy also showing some fancy moves.
1: Pretty fancy moves, Murphy. Uh, yeah, well, my
0: son Jimmy watches this cop show TJ Laser, and this Laser guy does this every time he takes down a bad guy, so
1: naturally my, my kid thinks every good cop should be... And you don't want to disappoint? Yeah, well... Available. Role models can be very important
0: to a boy. Now, what he was doing, yeah. he
1: was twirling the gun. It's a I actually yeah, love comes this part later. of the movie yeah. because it comes in, it in like two times before it comes in most critically. like yeah. There's a critical part of the movie where it becomes evident, yeah. but there's a couple of times. I love it. I love that something so simple Some can just be a trigger yeah. through the movie. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, they get the call
0: on the radar, there's an armed robbery uh taking place and they they rush to see what's what. Yep. Now inside the truck we see <laughs> this truck and uh they've 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 made a robbery, but there's one little problem. Shit.
1: I don't believe it! What? You you burnt the fucking money! I had to blow the door, what do you want? It's as good as Mark, you asshole, you stupid, stupid asshole! <laughs> Every dollar bill has been burnt in some way, shape, yeah, or form. So, so it's
0: as good as Mark. But then, but then he finds out. Oh, we've got the cops on our tail, and uh, it's Murphy and Lewis. Yeah, and uh, they the shootout begins. Bobby, one of the blokes, one of the one of the criminals, gets hit in the leg. Yes. And do you love this line? He says, "Can you fly, Bobby?" And they throw Just him throw out, out into drive. the car, <laughs> onto the onto the car, and they toss him. He lands on the cop car. Anyway, they get away to the old mill. It becomes
1: a, a critical part of the yes, whole movie. Yes, it does.
0: We we get back there a couple of times. And <clears throat> it's like
1: this the what do they call it the scene scouts or the people the location yeah, scouts. Yes, they found this awesome yeah, thing. They're yeah. like, you know what? It was like an abandoned we factory. Just, yeah, we yeah. just need a police station and a, an office building and the old mill. We're Ball. good.
0: And look, 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 good too. Anyway, they arrived there and they go, look, where's that backup? Yeah, no backup. And they say, look, you your call. Cool. And then she says, let's go for it. And they separate here, right? Yeah. So I don't know if that's police procedure. They, they go their separate ways. <clears throat> I don't know. But uh, Lewis interrupts one of the guys. He's taking a piss. Did you like this bit when he yeah. says, uh on, do you mind if I zip this up? And she just casts her eyes down for one second. He he knocks her over and knocks her down. Uh, then the next we see two men watching a show, laughing at this show, uh, and the show, and the catchphrase, I'll buy that for a dollar. We'll talk about that later. I've got something yeah. for you for that later. But Murphy busts in and tries to take him down. Hey, uh, oh,
1: it, do it. Better alive, you're coming with me. Eey. So
0: he's there. He's got one. Again, of He shot one bloke. Important line too. And absolutely. Yeah. And and the other guy, he's got his hands up. But then the others There's like come back. Sixteen go, other blokes. It feels like. Uh oh. Yeah. So yeah, we we know there's some drama here, but uh, we do also hear from Clarence Bodica. Why well, you got to be
1: some kind of great cop? Come in here all by yourself? Where's your partner? Where's your partner? Well, guys, oh. the other one oh. was upstairs. Oh. She was sweet. Mm. Mm-hmm. I took her out. (laughs) I bet that really pisses you up. You probably don't think I'm a very nice guy. Do you? Buddy,
0: I think you're slime. (laughs) See, I got this problem. Cops don't like me.
1: So I don't like cops.
0: So with that, he then you know, he goes and he and he sort of got his arm under um, his foot, <laughs> and he shoots his hand off. He goes, "Give the man a
1: hand, yeah, right."
0: And then they go, "All right, he's all yours." And they shoot him. They that, just like, uh, lay open fire on him, right? This scene was one of the most heavily edited to get the to avoid an X rating. It was quite violent, blood. Right. They initially shot his arm off. It really graphic, right? So. They had to cut it down for it to get a theatrical release with an R rating rather than X rating. Right. So that was one of them. A lot of explicit gore was uh, was cut out. There's also an extension of two seconds where he uh, actually shoots him in the head, and you see a lot more. Oh yeah, because I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the full scene, though, and I think the all the all the original bits in it for the director's cut, they were all put back in for the home video. You probably saw that. I'm pretty cut. sure I saw yeah, that because that was the worst graphic, part of the yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. So and next thing he's there we see pretty his hospital. On. They're working on him and you sort of see he's sort of fading away. He's remembering his family. This is the, This yeah. is where
1: you start to come into him. You know, you yeah. kind sort of you kind of sort his POV, eyeballs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're, the camera's behind his eyeballs, as if you're seeing him fade. That's what I liked yeah. about it. It was like yeah. him fading away, the memories, and all that kind of stuff. It yeah. was pretty
0: well shot, I thought. So then he flatlines, and then sort of the screen goes black, and he dies. Now, after he dies, the, the screen goes black here, right? Yeah, and it was silent for about fifteen seconds. The they were worried that people will think the movie's finished or there was something wrong with the projector. Right. So they decided that uh, the it, this, rather than having it the the no, no nothing for 15 seconds, the screen is goes black for 10 seconds, but the silence only lasts for five seconds. Oh, okay. And so they thought, well, we need this this transition where you know what people walking he's out died. Yeah. You know, thinking, okay, well, was that it? And. So this is the bit where... Which I think worked because it's like
1: sound comes back and And then then you get flickering But then you get his his
0: POV again and you see this screen being adjusted. Remember, she says, bring in the LED. You're thinking, what the hell's happening here? Mm. And then you see from his POV as well the fact that uh, they've saved his arm. We were able to save the left arm. What? I thought we agreed on total body
1: prosthesis. Now lose the arm, okay? Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. We're going to blank his memory anyway. Well, I think we should lose the arm. What what do you think, Johnson? Well, he signed the release forms when he joined the force. He's legally dead. We can do pretty much what we want to. Lose the arm. Shut him down. Prep him
0: for surgery. So the other little bits that happen in this little bit, we see his outer skin. Yes. So this is what he's going to skin, you know, the the titanium Kevlar. Yeah. And did you like the bit where he goes, oh, look, he's crushes his his hand. Now, when he starts up again, did you notice this bit, right? You being a computer nerd, you might have noticed this mm. that a lot of the terms he saw on his screen were IBM compatible phrases. Right. So he's, he's a Windows robot. He's, a, he's, a, he's an he's IBM a PC robot. robot. Yeah, yep. so he's got it said command.com, load, bios, bios, system check, configs, SYS. Are they all computer yeah. terms you're familiar with? Yep. Uh, memory.dat, uh, system buffer. Memory set, system status yeah, and okay at the end of it. But none of them
1: them were wiping the memory. I I honestly, at this point, Okay. I picked up on the fact they're gonna wipe his memory and I'm like They They did. They did wipe his memory. They did not wipe his memory.
0: Well I think they said they implied that it they implied had been that done.
1: they were going to right. So he you says, know, you're
0: saying it's not implied
1: that they did that? No, it's they said they're going to, oh, but, but someone but, forgot to because yeah, he rem- okay. remembers things later in the
0: movie. Yeah, well that that comes back, I guess. Uh, next thing is, where would you like at the New Year's Eve party? The, the uh, they're celebrating, and I think he gets a little kiss from a, someone's yeah. had a bit too much to drink. He gets a bit of kiss, uh, and but at the end of all that, I like that little sequence where they're developing him. They're having a party and now it's time yeah, to Yeah, it's you could waste yeah. a lot of time on that, yeah. but
1: it just got done what needed to get yep. done. It's time to introduce him.
0: We get the best of both worlds, the fastest reflexes modern technology has to offer, onboard computer assisted memory, and a lifetime of on-the-street law enforcement programming. It is my great pleasure to present to you Robocop.
1: Come on, come on. It's for you! That's for you! Go,
0: Robo! That's for you, go, That's Robo! That's for you, man! <laughs> I love it. So, uh, we, we see, though, uh, the Detroit police station, they're bringing him in there. So, they're bringing him yeah. inside the station. But remember, they take him in the side entrance. They too. do, and they don't know what the fuck's going on.
1: Bring him in through the side door! The
0: cell on this porch hey, set up for observation. It looks perfect.
1: Air. What is this all about? What is this
0: guy? Sergeant John What's this me? all about? It's about official OCP business, so please, get lost.
1: I think we got four or five days set up. Hey, this is bullshit! I take my honor from
0: So now they hear him coming in. They don't see haven't seen him yet properly.
1: What is this shit? So they're thinking, what the hell's going on And this here? is that moment where you go from a police, these, this is, these are police that are willing to strike over things that are going on, and now they're seeing a robot policeman yeah. come in? they're wondering what wow. the hell's going on.
0: But then they, they, they test his tracking and, you know, he can record things, playback and all those, and then he gets asked, what are your prime directives? What are your prime directives? Serve the public trust, protect the innocent, uphold the law. There's also a fourth one, which we'll learn about later. <laughs> but uh, then he goes to the gun range. You know, like this bit where they're all in the gun range? <laughs> and he's up the end with his monster gun. enormous gun. <laughs> gun. <laughs> that gun was a, a modified Beretta M93R. I know you're up with your guns. Oh, yeah, big gun. <laughs> yeah. The barrel was extended to, uh, it, so it was extended, so it was made to look longer. It, it was also had a selectable fire mode. So remember, it was shooting three round bursts. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Did you get that? Yeah, I got that. The trigger mechanism was a bit different, though. Now, originally, do you remember in the demo scene with Ed 209? Remember Mm. that big Desert Eagle Magnum? Yeah. The big silver gun? Yeah. That was initially the first choice for Robo's gun. Right. But they there's even behind-the-scenes footage. If you look on the DVD, there's like a gallery. You see RoboCop actually holding that gun. Okay. They decided it was too small, would you believe, For because RoboCop was quite big. In his hands, it looked, didn't look big enough.
1: Right. So yeah. that's why they went with the Perspective, Beretta. Folks. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, but in the
0: gun rage, you see what happens? He's firing and then... And he's thinking, just annihilated just the smashed one spot. It. But what does you do at the end? Yeah. Twirls, twirls the gun it. and puts it back in. And and Lewis says, what the hell? Remember, Lewis is there and she sees that. Yes. So he's that's coming That's her out. first
1: little... What's
0: just yeah. happened here? Yeah, She's thinking, hang on, I've seen that before. So uh, he's demonstrated he's, uh, he's a genius with the gun. Uh, then... They say he says to Reed, look, he needs a car.
1: Reed! Yeah, he needs a car. Thank you. Sure. Any time? Oh yeah. Go get him, boy.
0: Du, 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 du. Love the music in this too. It's I love not the music. Bad, yeah. It's good music. Now, the remember that scene where he they threw the keys and he catches it, he sort of intercepts midair and yep. goes out. The Robocop suit, the hands of the suit are made of rubber, foam rubber. It took them, would you believe, 50 takes for him to catch the keys. Oh, I'd give up after <laughs> 10, you wouldn't you? It? Put a little bit of sticky tape on there or something. I'd like, do it. Why? Oh. 50 takes. Every time he attempted to catch him, it bounced off his hand. It took an entire day's worth of filming to get that shot right. <laughs> one shot that was one second in the movie. It took a whole day to get it right.
1: That's so wrong. Anyway, we're
0: out seeing robos on patrol.
1: Yep. And uh first and thing like, he says... Th- the first realisation I have here is like, okay, this is... It's like a little montage. But we'll this see. bloke, this bloke's little RoboCop plan is way advanced because yeah. we're, we're, this is not just a test pilot. We're going to learn what this thing can do. He's out. He's, he's, he's on, on us. He's on patrol.
0: He's a cop ready to go. On the job. And he walks into a convenience store in the middle of a hold-up. Now, the convenience store robber in this scene... Happens to be the movie stunt coordinator. They said, "Look, we need to, we need to be uh, you to be one of RoboCop's victims. Uh, can you help us?" And he even thought up the 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 bit where he gets thrown through the glass window, the yeah. glass door of the fridge. Yeah, he, that was his idea. Nice. Now, next thing we see though are these two creeps that are chasing the chasing this girl.
1: Let the woman go. You are under arrest. Get her back up, pal. Get-
0: He's got He's He's got her. So what he did there. Your move, creep. Love that line too. Remember how he was sort of aimed? He lifted her up yeah. off the ground. And he aimed between Aime, her right between the legs. Yeah, and he got it. Got him in the knackers. And, uh, for that scene, the writer originally had RoboCop shooting past the woman's cheek yes. to kill the guy. But uh, when they were getting ready to shoot it, the director Paul Verhoeven noticed that uh, the actress Donna Keegan, her name is, there her legs were spread apart far enough, and she, he had the idea: why don't you shoot through her legs and and get him in the in the na- in the nuts? And that's what they went with. Yeah, yeah. And that and violent The writer from him was very well done well, too. Of course, that. yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, and the, the writer said, "Oh, what a great idea! I wish I had a thought of it." The next thing we see is the city councilman yeah. who's holding people hostage. Yeah, And they're offering him all kinds of things. And no matter how it turns out, I want my old job back! Okay. And I want a bigger office. And I want a new
1: car! And I want the city to pay for it all! What kind of car, Miller? Miller? Something with reclining leather seats that goes really fast and gets really shitty gas mileage. How <laughs> about the uh, <laughs> 6,000 SUX.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. What about cruise control? Does it come with cruise control? Cruise no problem, control. Miller. Let the mayor go. We'll even throw
1: in a blob
0: pump. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stereo system. Yes. you know blower pump is. And uh, I mean the whole in this whole time, RoboCop was looking him through the wall, the yeah, thermo thermal thermo imaging, imaging the wall. and he
1: just grabs, he grabs him, him through, the, the, through wall.
0: the wall. See you later, out the window. And then we go to another media break. And I think it's, uh, they're saying, who is, who is this, who is Robocop? Where, where did he come from? Robo, excuse me, Robo, any special message for all the kids watching at home? Stay out of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I use that line all the time. But then at the end of that little clip, we see Bob Morton, who's the Robo's creator, saying, look, there's a new sheriff in town. He's called Robocop, you know, so he's, he's taking charge. I love this next scene because Bob Morton is obviously he's on TV. Yeah, he's he's now the the talk of the office. Yeah, he's he's
1: also now. This is where he's got like access to the executive bathroom for the first time. Clearly.
0: Oh, you know, he's got this killer rep, but it's a smokescreen. His face, he's lost his teeth. The guy's a pussy. You're talking about the same Dick Jones? Hey, he's old. We're young, and that's life. (laughs) So this was him in the washroom, right? And they're talking about, they're talking about- you, you've made a name for yourself with the program. And little do they know that uh, Dick Jones is actually in one of the cubicles. So uh, at least one of the guys said, Look, do you want to come and play handball? He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I've got a date with a couple of models. And uh, Dick Jones <laughs> comes out of the bathroom. And uh, they have a little confrontation about, you know, there's the old man. There was always respect. But
1: you've insulted me. And you've insulted this company with that bastard creation of yours. I had a guaranteed military sale with Ed 209. Renovation program. Spare parts for 25 years. Who cares if it worked or not? The old man thought it was pretty important. Dick.
0: (laughs) You know, he's a sweet old man,
1: and he means well. But he's not going to live forever. and I'm number two around here. Pretty simple math, huh, Pop? You just...
0: fucked with the wrong guy. You fucking mind. So it's, we, as was told Oof. earlier, Dick Jones doesn't mess around. No, this proves that.
1: It, and, and you basically get this sense that this is now war. It's not yeah. like it's not like this bloke's just lost a battle in the boardroom. This is yeah. now super personal. It's on. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's on, baby. Anyway, back at the police station, and RoboCop's in his little uh, his little section there where he rests. Yep. And it's obvious he's having some kind of dream. Yes. So when you when you watch flickering. this, uh, you see the screen. Like he's sort of, sort of th- moving around b- uh, behind the fence part, and on this monitor you see like images of Bodiker and people getting shot. And this like, is and, this, this is where you realise his yeah, memory wasn't erased. His memory mustn't have been wiped. Yes. So So uh, he ends up sort of you know, thriving around, and then the final shot of him dying in his dream is when he sort of sits up bolt upright and decides to leave the station. Yeah. But then uh, what, that we see Lewis. They're all, they're Lewis. all chasing him. Well, they're all going after him, but Lewis sees him.
1: Hello. I haven't really had a chance to introduce myself.
0: I'm Ann Lewis. Do you have a name? How can I help you, Officer Lewis? It's not really what I meant. Don't you have a name? Hold, 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 hold. Just sign right here. You understand. i also...
1: Murphy. To you.
0: And then he goes off. Yeah. The OCP executive says, What did you do? What did you say to him? And that, and she she got into trouble for that. Well, I can't understand yeah, I, why. This whole bit yeah. I didn't understand. I can't it's like, understand why. Yeah. Why are they
1: pulling her in? Yeah. She, she didn't release she did, him did, from the anything, thing. I she just know. talked to him on his way out. Just
0: talked to him. I know. A bit of overreaction. It was I'm, a bit I'm, stupid. I like how Reed at the end of that scene says, She says, I look sorry, Captain. I fucked up. He goes, Don't worry. This bloke's a serious asshole. Don't worry about it. No. So uh, anyway, he's off. He's off again. And the next thing we see is that he arrives at a petrol station. And this yeah. is one of the Bodica's guys. He's holding up. He goes, the bloke, he goes, he goes up to me and he goes, give me all your money, bookworm. And he goes, and fill it up on number three. <laughs> he wants to fill up his motorbike. But then Robo arrives.
1: Drop it. That are alive, you are coming with me. That's the line. I know you. Killed. You're dead.
0: We killed you. We killed you.
1: We killed you.
0: So he's just standing there, and this guy's just on remember he had his cigarette the 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 I think the uh the fuel. Came out of his bike. It's all spilling on the ground. Yeah, and he's just watching. This. so Robo sort of frozen, replaying what he just heard. Yeah, and uh, and then of course he drives off. The the dropped cigarette is on the floor, and then Wooshka, the petrol station just blows up. Blows up. He's but he, gone. But he does fire at the motorcycle and does catch up with the bloke and ask him, "Go, who are you?" And he gets his facial recognition, and then goes into. He goes into the uh, the Detroit police, remember? He goes, "What are you where are you going? This is a restricted area." Yeah. So he gets his big uh, big data spike out, puts it in the computer and matches the face re- facial recognition. Yes. So he goes through the system.
1: Like he he's literally yeah. now uh, plumbed into the police system. Yes. Yeah. With his big spike. It's a very weird interface. It's not quite USB C, is not it? Not quite. No. It's <laughs> a very
0: long, a very long port. Imagine you know, that was yeah. the
1: charger for your iPhone. Wow, man, it's
0: like a half of, it's a foot long. <laughs> the <Yeah>. European <laughs> Union should mandate that. <laughs> That's a big bastard, yeah. But, uh, anyway, he matches Emil, uh, the, the guy's name. Yeah. And then he clicks down to Known Associates. So it's like a little link there. And then he sees Bodica. Yeah. And then he's going through his record and he has wanted for the death of Murphy. Yeah. And he's remembering the words Murphy, it's you. Murphy, it's you. Yeah. And then he sees a picture, Alex Murphy. And then it says across his name, deceased. Deceased, yeah. And it's thinking, whoa. And then he sees his address at the bottom of the pe- of the page. Because, so, yeah. and this is
1: where I start thinking to myself, okay, what have we actually got here? What is RoboCop, right? Yeah. It's it's the head and body. It's the yeah. head and torso. Brain. Like, yeah. what part? Like what are they capitalizing on here? What is the technology they've created yeah. here, right? Because it, so, you understand the getting yeah. rid of it. The, like, there's one arm left. Get yeah. rid of it because you want a Total robot arm, pieces. right? Yeah, of course, yeah. You want robot arm and legs so that you can have endurance and yeah. strength, right? Yep. But what are they tapping into, you know? They've obviously created the technology or to tap into the, computer the, of the human brain, yeah. brain right? Yeah. Because we always talk about, you know, quantum computing and yeah. how many, you know, nano nanoprocessors would be in the human brain. They've obviously tapped into that. Yes. So... This this to me yeah. is the moment you realise because essentially what they've what they've done because
0: he's still part human. Remember back at, earlier on where they yeah. said like he he's this is what he eats He's like baby yes. food. so he's still well, why got root, would you why would you create something inventory. that has a digestive system yeah. though? Well, because it, it needs to support his brain and the brain yeah, needs to be chicken. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, okay, yeah. so uh, he does remember he notices the address at the bottom of the thing Primrose yeah. Lane, I think it was. Yeah, and he goes and visits his old house. Yeah. And then starts getting all these memories. Yeah. I liked how they recreated there was the a robot. There was a
1: sales, wasn't it, for yeah, sale? It was like, yeah, it was There's for There's a sale. robot real robot estate agent. Goes, oh,
0: you, this is a great area. And, and he also sees though, the Polaroid of his wife and his son dressed up for Halloween. Yeah. And then he sort of recreates it. He remembers how when they took the photo. Yeah. Do you like that bit? Yeah. And he's getting all these memories. But I noticed, too, when he's sort of walking around the house and he's getting angry. Remember, he's getting getting riled up. And at the end, he just punches the screen, remember? Yeah. so. There's all this inner conflict that's starting to happen now. with Yeah, him. well, so, yeah.
1: and this is the, like, it's a critical point of the movie because, again, I've now overthought this and realized, okay, we've got a human brain, you've got a human body, yeah. you know, robot, everything else. Um, and so the reason they needed to erase his memory, which I think what well, that was why that was a critical line earlier, was yeah. because they didn't, they could have, to avoid this conflict. yeah, Because with any form of memory, he's going to be upset that he's dead and so he's alive, but he's dead to everyone yeah. in the world, including so, his family. So he's dead, but yeah. he's alive, and he can't see his family, and his so, kids will never know. So you're thinking,
0: like my my the reason my reasoning is that they did blank his memory, no, but they couldn't get all of it because no. it still lingered. They, so you reckon they didn't do it? Listen back to that line. They say we're going to blank his memory, right? And you reckon they didn't do they that? They didn't do it, okay? Because my my impression is they did do it. But his memories are so strong; the human part of him is so strong. It still came through. Uh, that's how can, I, that's I, sort I of could. Add, the, I the romantic version I can, is what I've. Okay, of, yeah. I
1: think you could see it too, those yeah, two exactly because yeah. in my world it's just a it's a mistake by in someone. Ma- but in your, your it world, really it actually yeah. draws from the intensity of a human memory. Yeah, really. Like, that's I'm what think, you're saying.
0: I'm thinking that they would have they wouldn't have skipped something like that because they were so so diligent about every other detail i remember they they were going to bring him back and go start again cuz he had a dream yeah you know memory goes the memory says before he, goes, he had a dream are you kidding me so they're so methodical with everything else that's why i don't reckon they miss skip, skip wiping his brain
1: well so we'll leave that to it's the imagination. open to interpretation yes. that's the
0: beauty of it uh next thing we see a nightclub scene here and you see on the bottom, you like the green writing, arrest mode. Yes, Leon Nash. That's one of the Bodikers' associates. See, if, can I just say, there's yeah.
1: something here. Uh, and again, I haven't seen Terminator, right? But yep, in in one of those movies, yes, is see, there same a, thing. Yeah. Is it is it more like yeah. you know? It's you, like you he looks, looks at a place. He looks at a face, and it all uh, comes analysing. up on the screen. Yes, yes. That's similar. what I was thinking here. But Very similar. Th- this is more a mode style. Yeah, head up display. It is similar to that. Yeah, yeah you're right. right. You're right. Uh, and then he,
0: if you notice closely, remember I was talking about the nightclub? Yeah. If you look closely as the camera's sort of panning through the crowd, there's several um, bare-breasted women in there.
1: I'll, That's a, I'll re-watch just I'll, to check.
0: Is that nightclub in New York? or No, it's Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> you have to go to Detroit. So Anyway, he gets a hold of Leon Nash. He asks, where is Clarence Bodica? And do you love how Leon
1: Nash pulls a gun (laughs) and Robocop
0: knocks it away and someone just catches it while they're dancing and starts playing with the gun.
1: (laughs) But then doesn't old mate just kick him in the balls? (laughs) Yeah, he
0: tries to. That's a bit stupid thing to do a robot. He tries to kick Robo in his metal nuts and uh,
1: obviously gets hurt, but then he drags him away by the hair.
0: Next scene is Bob Morton on his date with the two he, models. He wasn't
1: lying. Hey, he did have a mate with two models. He was a date with two models, with two
0: models. Yeah. and they were saying, "He goes, oh, just saying it, vice president. You know, really makes me,
1: turns me on. You know, hearing they're obviously uh, impressed with his uh, social." But standing. this is where you realise this whole war with Dick Jones thing. Yes. is next level. Absolutely right. We see Bodica arrive, and then he puts in a disc, and
0: we hear this.
1: Hello, buddy boy. Dick Jones here. I guess you're on your knees about now, begging for your life. Pathetic. You don't feel so cocky
0: now, do you, but. Whatever he's paying you, I'll double it right now. now. You know what the tragedy is
1: here, Bob? We could have been friends, but you wouldn't go through proper channels. You went over my head. That hurt. But life goes on. It's an old story, the fight for love and glory, huh, Bob?
0: It helps if you think of it as a game, Bob. Every game has a winner and a loser. So we know how that turns out. Kaboom, I think, is what I've written in the notes here. Yeah. So he's gone. Next scene is the cocaine warehouse. So, so they're putting little the, the white powder in little bottles and packag- pack- packaging it up. Bodica has arrived. He's negotiating with Sal and asking for a volume discount. He tosses a bag full of cash on his desk. He goes, look, yeah, yeah I know you got the connections. I know your friends make my friends nervous. So he's trying to get a volume discount, right? Yeah. And uh, I think that that just frustrates old Clarence Boddicker.
1: Maybe I'm just not making myself clear. I don't want to fuck with you, son. But I got the connection.
0: I got the sales organisation. I got the muscle to shove enough of this factory so far up your stupid wop ass (laughs) that you'll shit snow for a year.
1: Frankie, blow this cocksucker's head off. Guns, guns, guns. Come on, Sal. Tigers are playing. Two nights. I never miss a game. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: (laughs) Big turnaround. But then they hear this banging on the door. And I like how Robo comes in, he goes, come quietly, or there will be trouble. And they start shooting at him, of course. So he always has the best of intentions. Yes. He's always optimistic. He's, they're yeah, gonna just give just up. He's just trying to right. do the
1: right thing. He's following-that's a rule book thing. He's just yeah. following the rule. Great gunfight though, but it's really oh, good. Mate, he's tar- know, he's good.
0: targeting them and shooting above him and behind him and around yeah. him. It's just awesome. Uh, and then he also then captures our man Bodicer.
1: Clarence Bodico, <laughs> you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent fuck you ah! oh!
0: hey wait a minute wait a minute I'm
1: protected man I've got protection you have the right to an attorney what is this
0: shit so through the paints of glass remember here <laughs> god damn it god damn it listen to me listen to me you fuck there's another guy he's, a, he's OCP he's the senior president
1: Anything you say may be used against you. It's Dick Jones!
0: So he's given up Dick Jones as his protection, right?
1: Yeah, but Robo doesn't give a rats.
0: No, of course. But that scene, really interesting behind the scenes fact there. That was supposed to be a really fast paced scene. What was happening, all the automatic guns on the set kept malfunctioning. You know oh. how they were like, they were firing blanks and stuff. So the most, the longest shot they could get was like a three-second shot. So oh. rather than they could, the, the, they kept jamming, but it actually worked to their advantage because all those little short, sharp shots yeah. they put together and it, actually added to the pace of it, much yeah. bigger and, and longer. So probably. it really did. Uh, it did work work out well. Anyway, he's back at the station, and uh, he's also got a prisoner now. I like how they, he walks in and uh, says this. You should know there was a strike vote last night. We lost five guys last week. We're getting creamed out there, Reed. So in walks Robocop with Bodica. Yeah. Book him.
1: <laughs> What's the charge? <laughs> He's a cop killer. Just give me my fucking phone call.
0: And we know who that phone call was. Yeah, too, exactly. Yeah. Dick Jones. Uh, and the next that's the next thing we see. He's yeah. on the phone to him. So, look, the Loyals will have you out in 24 hours. You really screwed up. You know, you—you you involved him. Yep. Uh, he also sees the tracker because he knows Robo is approaching. Yes. So uh, he's thinking, no, oh, come in, officer. And he says to him, look, you're under arrest. Because it sounds pretty serious. You better take me in. And you're thinking, why is he giving himself up like this? Mm. Did you think that? Uh, no, I knew he had a plan. Yeah, you could tell. But then suddenly we see on his screen Directive Four, and he goes, "Oh, that's my little contribution to your to your make your system." No, you can't arrest an executive of OCP. Nice ah, little loophole, don't right? you yes. So he Genius. suddenly, it's like he's sort of Superman and the Kryptonite. He's sort of screwed. <laughs> and, uh, and then he calls in Ed 209. Remember, his other big robot. Yep. They battle it out in the hallway. Uh, and But well, here's the thing, right? How's this for a design flaw? That the robot
1: the can't robot, go downstairs. Yeah. He's like a robot vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Useless on one level. <laughs> so, yeah, he falls down the stairs. Robo makes a getaway. But when he gets to the
0: car park, though, what does he find? He's confronted by the whole force and they go, wait a minute, he's a cop for God's sake. And the guy says, We've got orders to destroy it. And then they open fire. Uh he escapes through the car park, falls down the other level, yes. and who turns up and picks him up? Lewis. Lewis takes him away. Next thing we see, do you like this six thousand
1: SUX ad? Did you see this about the car? <laughs> there's such great names for cars. Do you remember the City Hall future. guy asked yeah, his yeah.
0: car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, SUX sucks, you know. It's how good's that? They have another media break. Santa Barbara is the location. Laser cannon misfired and set fires, and two former U.S. presidents were killed. Jesus! And uh, then the news was about OCP trying to avert the strike. Did you like this little bit with a little Vox pop? The people on the street, yeah, interviewing guys, they guys, they they got job security. They shouldn't go on strike. And then some stoner says, "Well, it's a free country," and he sort of off his face. Typical Vox pop. Yeah. Next thing we see is Bodica coming to Dick Jones's office at OCP. And he says, hey, Dickie boy. So sort of he's thinking, and, and the first thing that, that Dick Jones says, yes, yeah, that thing's alive. He yeah. goes, you idiot. Its memory is admissible as evidence. Exactly. You involved he me. He talks about its memory. Yeah, so he's, he's, wonder, he's thinking they have a bit of an argument here, and he's sort of Bodica's about to walk out. He goes, well, we're about to start Delta City. You don't want to be involved. See you later. He goes, well, I think we're going to be friends after all. <laughs> he goes, look, you got to kill it. Remember he gives you the tracker? Yep. He says, right, but you know what? We'll need some major firepower. He goes, you've got access to military weapons? He goes, we are the military. So he's uh, he's off there. Now, Lewis, remember, picked up Robo. They're at the old mill. Remember the, the little location you liked? Yeah. Lewis was returned with supplies and his gun. Why did he leave his gun behind? Oh, she she must have picked it up. It wasn't in his leg. That's what I thought. It wasn't a, oh, you yeah. know how he puts it in his he leg. Where did he lose that? I don't know. Anyway, maybe it's a spare. They said, look, uh, the station was deserted. They voted to go off and strike. Yeah, and one of the things she hands him is a a like a, a little power drill. Because yep. he, undo, stru- he undoes, undoes his mask. Yeah, so he takes off his mask, and we see his face again for the very first time. And she says to him, really touching scene, he goes, really good to see you again, Murphy. Yeah. And she holds up a mirror to see so he can see his face. And if you look very closely, you, you see, see the, bullet his forehead, the bullet hole still in his forehead. And, but then he also tells uh, about how he can, he still got his memories.
1: Murphy had a wife and son. What happened to them? Well, after the funeral, she moved away. Where did they go? She thought you were dead. She started over again. I can feel them.
0: We can't remember them. So that uh, that says that he can't remember them, but he can feel that, that says to me that there's no wiping of a human brain. You can still you still can have Yeah, memories. and I think
1: there's also the connection between the head and the heart. Yeah. Do you know, like you, can, yeah. you the we talk about, you know, like your heart's full Yes. of love yes. and that kind of stuff. Yes. I think that's also part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Next scene,
0: we see Emil watching TV in a store window. So he's <laughs> uh, obviously out of jail now. Uh, and he, I like how he smashes the glass. Like, there's a riot going on. He, he smashes, smashes the glass so like he can turn the volume. So he can watch his show. And then
1: old mate arrives in one of those fancy 6,000 cars. 6,000
0: SUS, yeah. yeah. And I think one of them, uh, the guy goes, look, one of them was in the car park. Still got the factory sticker on it. And um, Bodica arrives and pulls out. He goes, oh, here's some weapons. Pulls out the massive gun. And he, he says, "Look, he, I think he pulls he pulls the uh, he, he shoots the he guy shoots who was the guy the who car. bought a brand new car, yeah, or wasn't he found it in the yeah. car park, and uh, he brings it out."
1: Cobra assault cannon, state of the art, bang bang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. But he also says, "Look, he's got a tracker. He's, got the tracker. he's yep. in the steel mill." Meanwhile, Robo is in the steel mill, but he's remember he's shooting. He wakes Lewis up because he's aiming. His his needs his he's targeting adjusted. Yeah, so I'm a little bit off. He goes, yeah, that's about right there. So she fixes him up there. That was
1: a very smart little scene. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's literally like a calibration. Yeah. He exactly. shoots. How yep. far off is he? Calibrate.
0: Recalibrate. Away Done. There you go. So they've arrived at the steel mill with their big guns. Emil is in the
1: van. Yeah.
0: Robo tells Lewis, Look, you should get out of here. And she says,
1: We're partners. Yeah, and this is essentially just a, a solid yeah. chase. They start hunt the hunt. scene.
0: Now, I love this bit where. Emil sees RoboCop and drives the van into the toxic waste tank. Did you see this bit? Which in he an
1: abandoned <laughs> mill would be a weird thing to still be there. That was my only thought. It's like this is the kind of joint kids would go, you know, to smoke uh, during school lunch, and but they've that, got a toxic waste tank there. How
0: good is it though? I love how he washes out of the back of the van and he's melting oh, his yeah. toxic it's waste, pretty foul. And his mate comes up to him and says, "Help me!" He goes, oh, "Get away from me!" Yeah. And meanwhile, there's a chase happening. Yeah. And do you know what that Lewis reminded me of? I'm hideous.
1: Kramer. Kramer. Kramer.
0: But there's a chase happening, (sighs) and it's like Lewis chasing Bodica in the 6000 SUX, and she's in the police car. Yes. And uh, this melting guy comes around the corner, and Bodica sort of doesn't see him, and just runs him over. He just disintegrates over (laughs) his windscreen. Um, Anyway, after he disintegrates in the windscreen, uh, Bodica... uh, Crashes the car into sort of this, like this shallow lake, this little water the body of water. Yeah, um, and we see that as he's Lewis sort of comes and parks at the edge of the lake, he jumps out of the car and shoots her, and she rolls down the hill. You know, she's she's wounded. Yeah. Now RoboCop's coming around the corner, and he's thinking, right? He goes, "Oh, okay, I give up." Maybe he says, "I give up." Yeah. He goes, "I'm not arresting you anymore." He goes, "Oh, you take this kind of personal, aren't you mate." So anyway, meanwhile, Nash. Remember, Leon Nash is up the top
1: with a yes. crane, and he see he sees
0: Whip. Robo going underneath.
1: And again, yeah, it's an interesting choice given you've got one of those massive guns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He goes for a crane takedown yeah. as opposed to just shooting him <laughs> with a huge military yeah. weapon. That's true, but he do,
0: he gets him though. He nails him with the metal. and yes. He drops it. The boom, metal falls on RoboCop. Yeah. Um, but I love how Lewis grabs one of the big guns, shoots the crane, yeah, shoots go, the go, crane of down. Atlanta, yeah. Boom! You're dead. Uh, but then Robo's trapped under all the metal and then here comes Bodica saying, Sayonara, Robo. i got memory, stabs him. But then he gets his big USB-C thing out, right? (laughs) Big spike, he goes, Bushka. And did you see? You don't see him hit him, but you see a big splash of blood hit the Robo's chest. Mm. And then the next shot is is Bodica, blood spurting out of his neck and he's gone. So uh, then, I love how he says. Uh, she says to him, "Murphy, I'm a mess." He goes, "They'll fix you. They'll fix every. They fix everything." Yeah. So anyway, he's on a mission now. He goes to OCP. Yes, yeah, this is good. This is a great. Robo This arrives. is a
1: great um, escalation <laughs> to, to end it. I, I really
0: do love this. <laughs> so he arrives. Dick Jones is holding a meeting. So you know, we see he's talking about how you know, look at the record of this this company. We're doing this. We're doing this. He goes, "I've got an Ed 209 guarding the building right now." Robo arrives with one of the big, the state-of-the-art bang-bang gun, uh-huh. and just goes whooshka, blows, disintegrates Ed Two Hundred Nine. Do you like how when it blew up, it still walked around a bit and then fell yeah, over?
1: Yeah, like it took with his head <laughs> cut
0: off. So anyway, he's walked into the meeting, and then the old man says, "Can we help you, officer?" And he says, "Dick Jones is wanted for murder. These
1: are serious charges. What is your evidence?" I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Now it's time to erase that mistake. I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Now it's time to erase that mistake. I want a chopper, now! We will walk to the roof very calmly. I will board the chopper with my hostage. Anybody tries to stop me? The old geezer gets it. Dick, you're fired! Thank you. Great,
0: because the old man doesn't know. Well, what was flashing on Robo's face was Directive 4, Directive 4, Directive 4. Yeah, the old man doesn't know that
1: by firing him, he authorizes the the takedown. It's brilliant. See you later. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, he's, you see Dick Jones then fall through the window. And then we hear this. By the way, nice shooting, horrible son. fall. What's your
1: name? Murphy. Yeah. He remembers. That's awesome. No nice f- shooting,
0: son. What's your name? Murphy. The,
1: the fall was, wasn't the best green screen. Yeah. <laughs> <I've been talking. laughs> yeah, that looks ordinary.
0: Okay. Did you catch the line? I've got a few here. This is pretty good. Now, I'm sure you heard this a few times. <laughs> For <laughs> now that plays throughout the movie. You think yeah. what the hell is that, right? Yeah. What is it? That repeated line comes from a short story by Cyril Cornbluth. It's called the short story is called The Marching Morons. So it's like a, a cynical, over commercialized future that is desensitized to violence and war. Okay. Now the radio there was a radio game show that used the line. I'll buy that for a quarter as its signature line. Uh, and they adapted that. Okay. Yeah. Here's another favorite that uh, remember when Clarence Boddicker walks in on Bob Morton. Bitches leave.
1: <laughs> Gee Bobby. Bye. You're gonna call me. <laughs> You're gonna call me. Bitches I'm just leave. gonna
0: get about killed. Such a good line. <laughs> Bitches leave. Now this is the line that I was telling you about that. Hey, Anthony. Me and Anthony use this all the time. I use it too. Remember after Emil gets the gun, he fires the gun? <laughs> I
1: like it!
0: <laughs> I'm going to play that again.
1: <laughs> I like
0: it. <laughs> I use it all a simple, time. man. I you? use that all the time. I love it. Now, how did that happen? Some little maybe a little plot hole here or there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um when he's at the convenience store, remember he the robber's got his rifle out and he bends the barrel of the gun. Yeah. In physics and reality, that would have been impossible because the robber was still holding the gun to create that amount of stress on the barrel. Uh, it would have he would the robber would have need to be able to withstand the same strength as him. So that's fair enough. That would have uh, not been the case. Now knowing that Directive Four would have prevented him from going after Dick Jones, right? Yeah. So remember, he went to Dick Jones, found out Directive Four. Yeah. Do you think that he would have said to his some other his human counterpart, saying, "Listen, I can't arrest this bastard. Why don't you get him for me"?
1: Well, I, th- I see that, but well, he's a, in, the, he's end, a lone in the end, he's programmed with the rules of law enforcement. He may assume that's the rules of all law enforcement. Mm, maybe. Okay. That's my thought. Maybe. My thought is the directives and the rules of engagement apply to everyone. Yet,
0: he was smart enough to go there and recognize the fact that my programming prevents me from arresting a member of this company. So he went at the end, remember, so he knew that the, the directive was there. He knew that... As soon as the old man fired him, thank you, boom, you're gone.
1: So, anyway, he could have told well, one of his could, mates. Well, you could argue, though. Well, they were on strike anyway. He was simply yeah. going rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah they it's, were on a, strike yeah, it's an interesting yeah, yeah, loophole to yeah. the whole thing. Things you might not know. Yeah.
0: Now, the Robocop suit was created by Rob Bottin. Now, the suit was went through a lot of changes and caused delays to the production. But get this, when they first got the suit right, it took 11 hours to fit Peter Wells in it. Peter that's, Weller in it. So that's a challenge. 11 hours and you've probably got like two hours to shoot the rest of the day. So that was pretty good. So uh, production was halted because uh, Weller was doing all this mime. You know, he's a, he's a method actor, right? He, was doing, he had a mime coach and wanted to sort of do the robotic actions, but the suit prevented him moving quite fr- freely. <laughs> no, <enough. laughs> he could practice all these mimes and yeah. then he couldn't bloody do it. Now, when Robo was in the police car, remember how he sort of gets out of the car a couple yeah. times, he's driving around? He couldn't fit into the car with the full costume. Oh, so so he basically was bottom sort of, up. He was doing like the zoom call, you know, su- suit suit up top and party, party down, down, down the bottom. Yeah. So he's in the in his sat in his underwear to uh, fit into the car. Have a guess who was considered originally to play Alex Murphy slash Robocop. Bruce Willis. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger. I was going to say that, but it seemed too He's obvious. He's too
0: big, mate. He's too big for the suit. You needed someone lean Was well, this before or tall? after
1: Terminator, though? This is
0: after Terminator. Terminator was 1984. It this was 87. stupid to using t- Well. It? But get this right. He said, look, Arnie, not for you, but Paul Verhoeven, the director, said, look, I'm going to use you in another movie of mine, Total Recall, which he made uh, okay. three years later. Good movie. We're going to be doing that, too. The film, how many times do I reckon they say the word fuck in the movie? 39. Close, 35. Oh, wow. You were counting, weren't you? Jesus. Now, the entrance to the OCP building in the movie, you know how it looked like a really tall building? In actual fact, it's the front entrance of Dallas City Hall, which is only like three stories, and they, they had a matte painting to make it look like a tall building. Of course. Yeah. The film was mainly shot in and around Dallas, not Detroit. Right. Did you notice... Bob Morton, remember we mentioned this too, Bob Morton tells the old man in a like a throwaway line, he said, look, OCP's restructured the police department to place the prime candidates. Yes. And that ties into what Murphy said about being how, why he was transferred.
1: Right. So
0: now during the news footage, when he throws, this is a bit of a sort of a, a like comedy that actually worked out for the best. Remember when he threw the, the bloke out of the window at City Hall? Yeah. That was obviously a dummy and the dummy's legs were bouncing around at the bottom of the screen. So thought, oh, all right. Rather than laugh at it, they actually thought, that actually looks good. It looks funny. We're going to keep it in. No, That's what they did. Did you also notice when Murphy stabs Boddicker in the throat with his big USB-C <laughs> massive <laughs> spike, right? Yeah. It was the same hand that Boddicker shot off. Remember he shot off his right hand?
1: Yeah. And he kills him with his right hand. That's you're overthinking it at that <laughs> point. Anyway, that's that's the point where you know you've watched this too many. I'll times. I've watched
0: it a million times. Yes,
1: so that's our movie, mate. Give us your wrap up and your rating. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good story. I agree with the the wife of the director. Was the director? Yeah. Uh, yep. That this is a multi layered. Yes. I think without the without the corporate story, yep. um, and without the kind of police, the politics of it all, yep. and the I corporate think, side of it. I there. think the story of RoboCop alone isn't that yeah. you know that great, but I think it it comes together. I'm weird. Look, I think for me it's probably a solid eight yep. eight. I think is a good number yeah, for it. I'm, yeah.
0: a, I'm a 9.5. <laughs> Everything's, I mean, Everything's yeah. a 9.5 for me. There's a couple of tens you've given. Oh, is there? Okay. Well, this is this is up there. Now, why do we talk about next week? Okay. Are you up for that? Next week we are doing the Hangover. Oh yeah. Directed by Todd Phillips. Well, I've never heard of Here's that. your millionaire question then, which you okay. won't, probably won't get then. Yeah. If you've never heard of Todd Phillips, what other critically acclaimed film did Todd Phillips direct? Okay. A joker b get out c green book d promising young woman i've only heard of one of those Joker, correct oh thank god todd phillips the writer co-writer and director of of the hangover directed the that directed doesn't make joker. any
1: sense Great, brilliant movie. Love Joe. We've done that on the show. We've done that. I jo- know that. Yeah. And just for everyone going, you've done that one. Yeah. I, I don't – I do not <laughs> watched. Remember. I watched Robocop like two weeks ago <laughs> and I struggled to remember it for today. Okay? But you did a good job. Mate. I don't know what drugs I need to take or vitamins, but well, there's something I need to do to help with my memory. I'm very I'm happy to say – Maybe hypnosis or something. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: Maybe get your memory wiped like Robocop and get that's it That's what it done I need. Again. Start again. Yeah, maybe yeah. start again, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's Robocop. I'm really happy you've finally seen Robocop and that you enjoyed it. This was a movie close to my heart, so very good of you to do. Been enjoy to Vegas 20 times.
1: I have. I feel like someone made me watch The Hangover once Ooh. because of how many times I've, I've been to Vegas, but. Apart from being a uh, a bachelor party weekend, I I know nothing about it. There you go. Well, that's next week. There's a tiger involved.
0: There is a tiger involved. That's the hangover next week. We've just shown you Robocop. Trevor, we're going to convene again in Las Vegas for the hangover. See
1: you then. Fire up your fetch and find uh, the hangover and enjoy it on a big screen, high sense TV. See you next week.